Fabinho gets the crossing. It's towards one man. Chastain will take it. She missed a penalty kick against China in the Algarve Cup and they lost that game. Go! Lloyd with Morgan streaking. She's chipping the goalkeeper! Welcome to Settle the Score. I'm Madeline. And I'm Allison. And we have two games to talk about today. We are very excited about those two games. Two games, one more next weekend. Not this weekend, but the next. We Memorial will Day weekend. be there. Super pumped. We will report live. No, we won't. <laughs> we'll take pictures, but we will not be reporting live. We will put pictures live on Instagram. There you go. There you go. Live stories. Do you know how to do that? Oh, that's very much a thing. Are you kidding I me? I didn't think don't, you did. <laughs> don't make me look foolish immediately. Oh, man. We I'm try to learn 32 years old. <laughs> My mom said she got Instagram and she asked me if I could help her set it up. And I was like, nope, I can't. <laughs> I can't help you. I don't really understand how it works. Oh, man. I grammed during the game. You did. On Sunday, I grammed my nachos I made. They looked amazing, by the way. Thank you so much. Was I think a, I'm really good at making nachos. Was that like a recipe? I mean, do you do you have nacho recipes? Is that a thing or do you just throw whatever you want on top of chips? I do whatever I want. And this time what I did was I fried up some mushrooms. Oh. And that was a really nice touch. Nice. And you had the guac? Oh, yeah, of course. Beautiful. Well, this soccer podcast is <laughs> off to a great start. <laughs> Talking about food. Clearly, we're hungry. Or I am. Well, here's the thing, dear listeners, is after these two games, I'm just going to broadly say before we get into them, I have very slim hope that we are going to win the World Cup. Where we left off after the last couple of games was feeling our defense is no good. Not the good the defense. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) Not good defense. And what we had to do to make up for it was just score a, a, a boatload of goals. And we did. We did. And the top three, who we believe are Jill Ellis's starting three, Tobin, Alex, and Megan Rapinoe, have an undeniable chemistry that we were really excited about. And we didn't really get to see it in the first game of this two game, these two games. And in the second of the two games, it was not clicking. So the only thing that I was excited to see didn't happen. And now I think it's incredibly plausible that we will get 2016 Olympic gamed out of this World Cup. And by that, I mean people are going to sit really deep and tight against us and knock us out. Madeline, ever the pessimist. I am still optimistic. I know that might be foolhardy, but there it is. I think, yes, absolutely. The What Sweden did to us, what South Africa kind of did to us, they're just not as good a team as Sweden. They just sit back, they sit deep, and we can't get our crosses in. We can't make our long runs. We can't put the long balls up we get destroyed not destroyed but we don't do well that said there were a lot of sparks that I saw for instance Carly coming off the bench every time again she had fresh legs yes I give you that but she does do something under pressure that other players sometimes don't do I feel like 
Alex Morgan, she just she didn't do anything these two games, and we needed somebody to come in and do something, and it was Carly Lloyd. So I don't know. I think, yes, those are still our top three, but I think maybe if we need breath off the bench, we pull in Carly or we mix it up in other ways and we figure out how to make it work. So what you're really saying, if I'm hearing you right, is depth will be our savior. Yeah, truly. Okay. Yeah. All right. That was so eloquently put. I like that idea, but I remain (laughs) pessimistic. That's okay. If we couldn't crack South Africa until the 37th minute, we are in trouble against (laughs) Germany and France. I love the um, commentators, what they were saying. Basically, like, uh, I guess South Africa's coach was like, we're hoping to get to 20 minutes without a goal against us or something like that. And they succeeded. I mean, maybe South Africa had an incredible game. I I do think you... and. I don't know. This is high school and college maybe, but oftentimes you play to the level of your opponent and that shouldn't happen on a world stage. You should play your game no matter what, but I think it does happen. So I think South Africa probably played their very best game against us. They played up and we played whatever, but I'm hoping when we play these higher caliber teams, we are playing to our highest level as they are playing at their highest level when they play us. So that's a hope. (laughs) We have one hope. I hope that as well. It's not hope solo. Oh, I'm so sorry. Oh, <laughs> too soon. That was too soon. A heartbreaking joke. <laughs> oh, well, let's talk about this lineup versus South Africa. It was not what we are all assuming is Jill Ellis's set starting lineup. Of course, you had Alyssa in goal, and then I think these back four were yeah. what we're gonna see. Kelly, Kelly, looking well. She looked great. Yes, slightly tentative, especially in that second game, but. She looked well. Abby Dahlkemper, who looked fine. Becky looked great as always. And Crystal Dunn, who was really tearing it up in yeah. both games, especially the second one. So then, no surprises there. We had Julie starting as our holding midfielder. Rose Lavelle. And then Sam Mewis. Lindsay Horan was not fit enough to start this South Africa game. And I think she made a pretty hard argument yeah a pretty hard argument for herself she did she looked so good and she looked very composed and yeah she did she was doing a good job making space in the middle and then she scored twice yeah in a in a game where we were sorely sorely lacking creativity in goal scoring and she scored from outside at least that you know she's moving from outside the box which when we have teams that set up in the back like that we are not going to necessarily get down as far as we want to and put those crossing balls over. But she was scoring from outside the 18, which we have a lot more freedom to roam there. And I think, I don't know, I was impressed. She looked really good. That shot was a rocket. Rocket. I often get frustrated when players take shots from that far out because I keep thinking, it's you're going to go over the net, you're going to miss. But she nailed that perfectly there was no stopping that and if we can have that kind of weapon on our team that can send balls out from 20 yards away we haven't seen that much no at least we've been playing direct with alex morgan's back to goal you know looking for her to make cuts coming in from the side dribbling to the end line and then trying to put something in the air towards the goal but if we could use Sam Mewis, I think she made a pretty good argument yeah. to get quite a lot of minutes at this World Cup. Yeah, again, depth. Because if, if you're looking between her and Haran, and again, Haran is still an excellent player, I think 
you know, I don't know. It's a, it's honestly kind of a toss up yeah. for me. Yeah. Let's see who's well. We'll see who's clicking better. I think with the with those top three that we're saying are the starting top three. Well, when we say we'll see, though, you mean next weekend. Well, next weekend, and I think too. I mean, even as you go into the cup, if you put one in and they're not clicking, you take that one out. You put the other one in. I mean, it's going to be dynamic throughout the. In- I, I don't think one is going to stay in every match, the whole match. I think Jill is going to play it dynamically, and I think she should. Ooh, okay, that's fair. Yeah, I hope so. Plus. I- you know, no game is a gimme. And I also could see us losing to Chile or Thailand now if they fit in hard enough. I mean, I guess maybe that's not going to happen. No, they're not going to have the fitness, I don't think. You're right. But I suppose it would be nice to switch up the players. Although part of me just wants them to gel. I I know. I don't I, think they've had any time to gel, and I think that's the problem with this forward line. Yeah. Well, the so the forward line that was starting in this match, Tobin, Alex, and Kristen Press. Uh, Chris and Press in for who we would normally expect to see as Rapino out there on the left. Was a little bit injured, I guess. Yeah, it's not, just not 100%. It wasn't it, like. it wasn't an ideal situation in Jill Ellis's mind, I don't think. No, 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 no. I don't think so either. And the thing is, is Kristen is a great player, but I don't think she hasn't had the time with these other two at the top the way Rapino has. And she doesn't have the same chemistry and the same gel for whatever it's worth. Not that she's, again, not an excellent player, but... I think we put Rapino back there at full health, and we did. And I think we will see better productivity from those top three. Kristen Press is not a natural winger. She is a center forward. And I guess by now she's sort of reconciled herself to not being that center forward. I really thought she had a crummy game. Everyone on the internet disagreed with me, though, so if you want (laughs) to write me some hate mail correcting me, but it felt like so many, almost every single one of her passes, while she was creating great movement, girl could not finish. Yeah. And I just think she she chokes. She's a choker. I I almost wouldn't bring her... I would have brought Lynn Williams almost instead of Kristen Press. I know that's crazy. That's strong. I know that's crazy. But this is a high-pressure game for her, right? It might not necessarily be a high-pressure game for the team, but for her yeah. going into the World Cup, trying to prove herself, making herself necessary, she needed to do well in this game, and she just couldn't complete any passes or get anything on frame. And that's her job? That's what yeah. she's <laughs> good at? That's what she, that's yeah. what she's good at. And she couldn't do it. I was really disappointed in her. Yeah, I don't honestly, for that game, that whole front line, Again, we had mentioned earlier, I really don't think Alex did much in either of the games for whatever reason. And I don't even think Tobin played that well in that first game. She was just kind of all over the place. She just felt kind of like loosey-goosey, like kind of like her. She seems like a very chill (laughs) spirit at heart. Like that seems like Tobin. And that's what I felt like I saw on the field on, well, I watched this game um, on delay, but that's what it looked like she was doing. Um, instead of her tight, you know, making the passes, putting the ball at the feet of the other forward, she wasn't doing that. I completely agree. And she was fouling a lot. Like, there was a lot of physicality yeah. happening over on her side. I don't know what was going on there. She it seemed was, really frustrated. It was messy. I think, for me, the saving grace of that game were the midfielders. Um, yes. I was very impressed with Rose Lavelle. She had some fun, fancy footwork. And not just fancy footwork to be fancy, but to actually get around defenders, to pull balls back from the brink of going out. Like, she really handled herself very well, and she put opportunities up, which I didn't 
think that Tobin did. No. Or really Kristen. So. Mewis really did create that first, I mean, Mewis, uh, Rose Lavelle really did create that first Mewis goal because she got the ball right in the center of the field and she held it mm-hmm. and four defenders came to her. Yeah. And she was able to get it through their legs to Sam yeah. and then Sam had all that room. Yeah. So it was Rose's vision. <laughs> That allowed that goal to happen. Yeah. It was very impressive. It was, I'm telling you, like, she's going to be, I think, phenomenal in this World Cup. And I cannot wait to see her in the next World Cup. Like, she, <laughs> If she keeps going the way she's going, it's going to be a wild career. She just has to stay healthy. That's the only thing I worry about her with her. She's a little injury prone. I also want to mention, can we talk about JJ? Can we talk about the blood? Oh, we have to talk <laughs> about mean, the blood. <laughs> what so what happened there a lip i guess and like minute three yeah she just gets like knocked bleeding profusely just the lip or gum everywhere there was blood i think she had three jerseys over the course of the game and at some point there was just blood on her jersey it was like they gave up i know they put they kept putting like i guess some type of a chemical or some type of surfactant or something on it to like make it sanitary i, I imagine know. like the little old uniform man they must have being like i don't have any more jerseys <laughs> well, he's italian, italian. Okay. yeah he's italian perfect a cute little old italian he, she bled on all my jerseys yeah. well you know they like <laughs> they must be in the back i think they make them right they make them they press them yes with the numbers so they're probably in the back like pressing like six more Hurry, earth's jerseys get the earth's jerseys um yeah like i mean she just and okay I'm thinking she's running around with this mouthful of gauze hanging out her mouth. It's it's like a it's like flapping in the breeze. There's so <laughs> much gauze. Flapping in the breeze. Bloody gauze. That forget the blood. To breathe at that level, to run, sprint, and breathe at that level, in and out your nose, not using your mouth because you're clenching onto gauze, is insane. <laughs> like I get winded going down the street and I'm like, <laughs> you know, like she's in and out of her like Gosh, she's using that Yogi Ujjayi breath. I said that wrong, I'm sure. But I, I think you said it right. Did I? I've been going to a lot of yoga lately. It sounded really correct <laughs> Thank to me. You. Um, but anyways, like just flipping impressive. Like I, women are badass. She just. She didn't yeah. even seem to notice, which was the in, most insane part. No, I, I really don't think it. I don't think it was like a bad injury. I think she like cut her lip or something and. everyone was like oh why is it not stopping well dude she's running around her heart's pumping like the pressure is building it's not going to stop until she like sits and cools down but yeah like i don't think it was a bad injury i was mostly impressed by the fact that she was running with gauze in her mouth for an entire game it looked very silly (laughs) oh we love jj she's gotta show her husband who's toughest and she did (laughs) yes the substitutions in this game weren't particularly interesting or inspired. I don't think that there were really any surprises. I have to say, Allie Long looked confused. Tierna Davidson looked fine. Emily Sonnet looked fine. Pino ended up going in for Tobin. Which I thought was odd. Which was so odd, yes. It's, what, 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 what was she trying? I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I don't, I, I don't comprehend what that was about. I don't think we're supposed to. <laughs> if she's a Jill. secret genius, I'll be so surprised. Carly came in. Carly scored in the 90, 90th plus, 90 two, plus minute, two minute. Yeah. Assisted by Mallory Pugh, who I thought looked a little shaken up. 
I just think the whole it was a I think you said it well <laughs> it was a lackluster game yes it was so lackluster they just didn't seem like they had anything extra inside of them the whole game but Carly did score that goal so kudos to her I know I'm telling you she's coming up when it when it matters and that's when you want to shine and that really does bring us to the game against New Zealand, 5 nothing, a much better-sounding scoreline. Absolutely. Now, of course, both of these were clean sheets. Yeah. I think there is a world where they could have scored, so I guess I'll give us that plus. Kudos to us for having two clean sheets. That's got to feel good. Thank you, Madeline. You're welcome. I, yeah, I take that personally. <laughs> I said that for you, yeah, to make you feel better so I'm not the biggest negative Nancy in the world. (laughs) Well, I think though that something very important happened in this New Zealand game, something we really need to highlight and I'll let you do it. Okay. I was going to say besides, but no, that's what you mean. Allie Krieger getting her 100th cap. Yay! Beyond happy for her. Uh, I think she finished, she finished playing and then when that two year hiatus with like what, 98 caps. And I mean, she she knew it. I knew it. All of her fans knew it. We were just devastated. And then to see her come back, get the 99th cap, and then not know if she was going to make the World Cup roster <clears throat> to get that 100th cap. I mean, and then to do it, it was kind of like it not quite as big, as deal, big of a deal as Alex Morgan getting her 100th goal before the World Cup. But I got to say, I was like, I want her to get her 100th cap before she goes into the World Cup. I just want it. I just want it for her. So I am beyond thrilled. Um, She joins quite um, an elite league. There are 36 women in the United States that have 100 or more caps. Um, And that's insane. Like, one of 36. You know? She deserves it. She's been a, a stalwart of this team for a long time. She has. And I'm just, I'm thrilled. I love the out pouring of love on social media and everything that she she received and she deserves it and yeah I'm just so happy for her and she looked good I thought she had a great game yeah she looked great and I know like I mean it's very evident you know she's Kelly's backup should anything happen to Kelly or they or Kelly they don't want her playing the full 90 in certain matches like that's what Allie's there for and she's gonna do it phenomenally well I think so I'm pumped to see her go into the world cup I'm thrilled that she got her 100th cap before the world cup and damn girl get it you know I have a small bone to pick. Okay, pick it. So people keep saying, and I think maybe even Ashlyn said this, they keep saying, you know, she she kind of thought she was off the team, but she got up every day and she kept working and she never got rusty. And she was just, she was making sure that she was ready for that call up even two years later if it came. And that is just so impressive, that tenacity, right? You heard that a lot, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But she's still a professional athlete. Yeah. Like, she still plays on the Orlando Pro. What, what were they? Do people in the NWSL just not train? Is that what they're saying? I'm <laughs> hopefully not. That's not what they're saying. I don't think they, I honestly probably don't think they train at the same level because they just don't. I just don't think they do. Really? Yeah. I mean, maybe that's super incorrect and. Please correct me, NWSL players and friends out there, but I just, I feel like they have different off-seasons, and they they do take off-seasons, and I also don't think they have the same, necessarily the same capacity to to train at these higher levels, the same, like, Allie probably has a lot more at her fingertips, especially being in Orlando with that new club, they have a lot more resources coaches trainers she has private trainers she's had nutritionists and xyz people that she has had for 
her whole career that she continues to work with, and I think the money to pay for them, whereas I don't think NWSL players have the finances to have, you know, outside trainers and fair, stuff. Fair, fair, fair. I do, I do think it's a, a little bit of an, a more elite level. Part of me that doesn't understand how sports work is like, oh, but she probably knows how many reps to do at the gym. <laughs> That's what they mean by training, right? How many reps should I do? I think it <laughs> I love to know. I think it's a bit more complicated. Uh. Um, yeah, I just think she, I think more than anything, she had, which NWSL players don't, she had the financial opportunity and abilities to, to continue to train at that higher level. And like her fiance has been training at this higher level because she's been like also it's part of a mindset i don't know that's fair okay i take it back Allie krieger two years <laughs> she kept going Tenacity. she kept training <laughs> she's very tenacious yeah okay who's to say well we're so proud of Allie krieger for getting her 100th cap yeah yay it was also a return to what we believe will be jill ellis's preferred starting lineup in this new yep. zealand game the ferns i love I love the New Zealand team's crest, the fern. It's the fern. so good. I was like, at first I was like, what is that? Oh, right, right, right. It's a fern. <laughs> it's a fern. What did you think it was? I Well, at first I just thought it was like a pretty design. And oh. then it was very late. It was overnight when I was trying to watch some of this game. <laughs> um, yeah. And I was like, oh, fern gully. Oh, yeah. I don't think that was filmed in New Zealand. It's an animated movie. But I meant to say set. Set in no, New I think it was like a South American rainforest deal. Okay, okay, we have, we have strayed so far from Any the other topic. Any Gully fans? Oh boy, uh, shoot us an email: settlescorepodcast at gmail dot com. <laughs> so we went back to uh, Pino, Heath, and Alex Morgan as our starting three, and yep. Lindsey Horan instead of Sam Mewis as our third midfielder, and it continued to be rather uninspiring for a while okay tobin megan and alex couldn't get a thing going it took time it took a long time and look that's fine wearing down a team is fine and there tobin scored the first goal in the 35th minute assisted by pino and it was pretty clinical. I mean, if you wanted to yeah, show a textbook example of beating your defender to get the cross, that would probably be it. It almost looked insanely easy. So it's I don't have a problem with them taking a minute to break down a team. Like against Germany or France, that's fine. But this isn't Germany or France. And this, this New Zealand team was not fit. You could tell they weren't fit. They looked like a wind-up toy slowly slowing down (laughs) over the course of the game and losing steam. And so, to me, to get that first goal off in the 35th minute wasn't really enough for me. Yeah. Made me very nervous. They, they were, there wasn't anything before that either. It was a dry desert of creativity and goals. They, I mean, yeah, it absolutely... They did, once they put that one in, they started connecting better and they started opening up the backfield. And it, like, it, that's what they're the best at. When that, when they catch that team up and they can put balls down the sides or balls across, um, 
they're just they're vicious in front of the net when there's not a lot like when they're able to beat the defense. But that's what they couldn't do against South Africa because South Africa just sat there like a ton of bricks. But New Zealand was pushing up and they were playing more dynamically and, and it took a while, but we finally exposed that that weakness. But I felt sort of bad the the announcers kept saying all New Zealand wants is to win a World Cup game. They just want to win their first World Cup game. New Zealand hasn't won Aww. a World Cup game yet. I thought they looked great. Yeah. They, Tom Sermani is their coach, I know. which is I, drama-rama. Drama. I saw that and I was like... <gasps> Apparently everybody gave him a big hug. Tom Sermani was the head coach of the Pride. of the U.S. women's national team as well. And oh, was well, sure that too. <laughs> yes, was fired, I think, in a pretty bad fashion. If... if, if the reason he got fired was valid. Jill Ellis would also be fired by now. So, yeah, and I mean, well, I don't know. I, I'm surprised he only how many seasons was he with the Pride after that? He was with the Orlando Pride for two, two, two seasons. I was surprised that he was actually gone after two. But anyhow, they weren't. That's oh, well, well, we don't need to start railing about the Pride right now. <laughs> They're Oh, yeah, yeah. And that's insane because Sky Blue is in that league. <laughs> and hey, that's no knock to Sky Blue. They have a lot to overcome. I love that team, but geez, Louise. So I thought, you know, good, good for New Zealand, but boy, I wasn't so impressed. Then you're right. The scoring did open. 40th minute, Rose Lavelle assisted by Lindsay. That was a screamer of a goal. That looked good. Yeah. If only they could just come out guns a-blazing. Although, you know what? As I'm saying that, I'm thinking to myself, they're always a second-half team. There's always been a second-half team. And they've always had to fit the... We keep talking about fitness. They've always had the fitness to be a second-half team. It's just that that is going to be a race against France and Germany now, and England, honestly. So maybe Canada. Canada could definitely beat us. You don't want (laughs) to... The thing is, is like, you can... You've been saying, you can come out and start slower against New Zealand or South Africa, Against France, Germany, England, they're going to take advantage of you. Like, and it's going to be vicious. I'm just not sure how worried I need to be about this front three. Because what I needed to see to feel good, because the defense was not tested in these two games. Not at all. Not once. What I needed to see in, in this game with our starting lineup starting, I needed to see them just having a Golapalooza. <laughs> and that isn't what we saw at all. And this is... This is a here, I'm going to pose this question to you. Carly Lloyd comes in, immediately scores, and then scores 20 minutes later with a great goal. To be fair, she was scoring against a much more tired New Zealand, but she looked like she wanted it. Yeah. She wants it bad. Alex Morgan needs to start showing some spark this year I don't want to be too hard on her she was working hard she was making runs she had that one shot that got saved it was a good shot it was a good save do you do you start Carly when do you start Carly I honestly I don't I still don't know if you do because she probably doesn't have the gas tank to play long enough right probably not and also there's something about her that she just she comes off the bench ripping so just let like let let the conversation die and let it herb do yeah that. I think you you let her be your ninth inning pitcher like you let her close it like come in off the bench and give the team a morale boost of, of whatever they need and 
put some goals in the back of the net. Now, maybe that's foolish because, again, you don't want to get behind and against some of these teams. But I don't know. I think you still let these top three that we've been talking about, Rapino, Heath, and Morgan, see what they're going to do. And if it's not clicking, I will say it's been proven now in a couple of games that she can come off the bench and she can score and she can gel. and Because it's not like we're pulling her off the bench and we're throwing a wrench into our system and it's getting clogged up. It doesn't – that doesn't happen. Things work. So – I'm okay with letting her come off the bench each time. Okay. I'm sold. Okay. That sounded really good. Perfect. You're right. <laughs> Carly's our on-the-bench weapon. Yeah. I love that. Again, it's the depth. She's our Sydney LaRue mm. oh. of this World Cup. So then here's a radical, a radical question. Oh, boy. Do you put Kristen Press in for Alex Morgan? And I know I just said maybe Kristen Press shouldn't no. even be on the airplane. Girl, you cry. You're just like, no. But Okay, but so here, so as much as I was dissing Kristen before. Okay, tell me your argument. So she has the most assists okay. on the team right now by a lot. I think she has seven this year and everyone else has two, which is kind of interesting, right? Because she's been known as this goal scorer and I'm kind of needing her to be this goal scorer in my mind and that's why I'm poo-pooing her but maybe she is this person who can sit in front of the goal and make things happen for people like but you just said no no way Alex is the starter she is an elite player I suppose yeah well I mean I think that's a valid argument I think actually in I guess it was the first game I felt like sometimes we were trying to assist our teammates too much I agree they weren't taking the shot they just needed to take the shot some of the times um but I think that's an interesting point. I just, I don't think, you don't bench Alex Morgan for Kristen Press. I'm just grasping at straws because I, I want know. Alex to get her mojo back. I think she will. Like, I don't think it's gone. I think, let's let's see how she plays next week. But she is, she is one that I will say, she's oftentimes hot or not. Like, she's mm-hmm. really on fire or sometimes she's just not clicking. And that's what we saw the past two games. Right, but what if she's not on fire at the World Cup? I think as a coach, you have to fix it. You have to do you something about it. You have to do something, it. and you could maybe it's Kristen, maybe Mal. Mm, I think I would vote Kristen over Mal. Jessica McDonald got no minutes, so. No, I I don't know enough about her as a play. Like, I don't know enough about her on the field to judge that now. But I don't know. I'm holding on hope that Alex is going to be the Alex we know and love and it won't be a question, but I agree. We do have, we have options. None of them. I don't, none of them are as good as Alex when she's hot, but we do have options. So, okay. This podcast exists for you to talk me down from (laughs) crazy ledges. Yes. (laughs) I feel much better now. Good. This is soccer therapy. Oh, beautiful. Yeah. I hope it's therapeutic for all of you. Yes, indeed. Thank you, dear listeners. And then I think the other really interesting thing from that game was Haran played the first half and then Mewis played the second half. And I'm not sure which I liked better. I genuinely think they both have their strong suits. And yeah. that's going to be, we talked about it already, but that's definitely going to be an interesting thing to watch. The only thing I will say is it seems like Mewis scored more. Or at least she has, obviously, in these past two games. Right. But maybe, maybe I'm just not seeing all the... Um, the opportunities that Haran is creating. So I don't know. I just, I thought Mewis looked really good. I was very impressed. I hadn't seen her look quite so good in some time. So I've also heard some questions about what happens when we play a team that is going to be a little bit more offensive against us and putting 
next to Julie Lindsay more as a holding a holding mid and 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 putting Sam in at the same time for Rose yes to to put a little bit more strength in that midfield so that's something that's I would a be more defensive lineup yeah, I think. yeah I'd be interested to see if Jill will employ that against France if we play them in the quarterfinals that's interesting. I hadn't considered that. Mm-hmm. I guess we've been so offensive minded. So it's like, mm-hmm. like Rose is making opportunities, but that's a good point. We shall see. Yeah. That was pretty much what happened in those games. I leave feeling slightly pessimistic, but Allison has cheered me up. <laughs> and you know what I just realized? We never even talked about the roster. We did our, our draft, but we never officially talked about the roster. Oh, you're right. Sorry. We jumped right. We to the jumped games. right to the games. Because we were so excited about them. And the roster's kind of old news by now, but poor Casey Short. Uh, I know. I've read so many articles where she's like, I'm heartbroken, but I'll concentrate on the NWSL now. Yeah. Woof. She's devastated. I think that was really... Mo Mo Bryan is the one that just doesn't make any sense. I agree. I, I don't... I mean, for a second I thought, oh... It was Allie and everyone's celebrating Allie and it's Casey that took the hit for it. But you're right. I don't think that was that was the yeah. decision there. I think it was Morgan Bryant. And she hasn't had any minutes. No. And I don't really expect her to. I understand that she went for, um, Jill went for experience. But Casey does have, ex- like, I don't know. It was, that was a weird call. We were shocked to see Morgan Bryant on the roster. That was the biggest surprise for me. Yeah. It doesn't make any sense at all. Everyone else I was totally fine with and expecting. Yeah. Thrilled. Nay, thrilled for me. Thrilled with Allie Krieger. (sighs) Absolutely thrilled. So Casey Short, we love you. We're sorry. I want to be like, you'll get the next one, but she won't. So I know. Stinks. She's a little bit. She's older than I thought she was. Yeah. I think she's 32. Is that right? I don't know. She's pretty old. She's so, she's ancient. 32. (laughs) Ugh. Well. Elderly. (laughs) That's how old I am. <laughs> you got, you got a uh, Carly. I mean, she's oh, she's pra- hella, practically hella in the grave. She's the crypt keeper. She's she's geriatric, um, mm-hmm, maternal mm-hmm. age. So <laughs> now Casey's twenty eight. Oh, she's twenty eight. Oh, I'm sorry, Casey. You're fine. She she's might make the next one. My age. Um, Bragging. Yeah. Sorry. She'll be thirty two at the next World Cup. Yes. Uh, yeah. So we'll see. Um. I do feel for her because she's a good player, but there's a lot of good players in the NWSL. I'd slurred that all together. <laughs> but there are. You're but right. there are. Shall we talk about our player of the week? Yeah. Our player of the week is Jessica McDonald. Yeah. She didn't get, uh, didn't get minutes um, over the past couple games, but she's a really exciting player. She, for uh, Sunday, of course, was Mother's Day this past Sunday. Um, and she is one of the only, the only, she's the only current player. mom mm-hmm. on the team, um, which is just like a, another feat unto itself. I mean, uh, just again, incredible. So happy Mother's Day, Jessica McDonald. Um, so proud to see you on this team. I think it's phenomenal. It's, I mean, a testament to hard work and dedication and women having it all. She's 31. She was born in Arizona, which is wild. Fun fact her brother is also a professional soccer player in the MLS. Like, what did that family do? (laughs) Right? Is it nature or nurture? Is it nature or nurture? We'll never know. I think it's 
it's nurture a little bit out there. Arizona. Think how much sun is out there in Arizona. She never had to call a rain day on a on a game. Oh. She just played every game. That's what I'm gonna say that from now on. So the rain games is the what's holding outs. potential athletes back. Everybody in the Northeast Corridor because we have rain so often and our games get rained out. That's why we don't have as many minutes of experience. Like imagine how good Carly Lloyd would be if she were from Arizona. Exactly. That checks out to me. (laughs) No, it doesn't. Uh, (laughs) But she, she is kind of an interesting college career too, because she started off at a smaller college, Phoenix college and transferred to Chapel Hill to play with the Tar Heels. And she won the national championship with them as a starting forward damn girl so she was killing it early on and then just i think that she is such a success story because her club career has is so interesting she's been she was on like five teams in a three-year period yeah she's been on she was on the chicago red stars in seattle rain in 2013 portland thorns 2014 dash 2015 the West, old Western New York Flash in 2016, and then the Courage 2017 to present. Although that's basically that's, the same. That's sort of a new chapter. And the West, yes, Western New York Flash Be became, kind of became yeah. the Courage. But still, that's... There is a quote of her online saying how happy she is to have found the Courage because mm-hmm. she said, every time I move these teams, I move my life. And yeah. I move my son. And I changed what school he was going to. And she said, I really thought about quitting because I thought for him to move schools all this time is really, really bad for him. But then she thought having a mom who gives up sends a worse message. Mm. I think that's so nice. Oh, man. Yeah. She had her son and then went to go play in Australia, which is insanely brave. Yeah. She... So she had her child in uh, 2012, March 2012. So mm-hmm. he's, uh, I guess, seven now. That's Im- a seven-year-old. Like, that's impressive. Yeah. Like, it's really an inspiration for anyone who's like, oh, I don't know if my career can happen and I, f- I didn't have a kid. It's like, she's a professional athlete. That's amazing. Yeah. I mean, no doubt she has an amazing sports system with her her husband and family. And, I mean, it's it takes a village, as everybody says. But, I mean, she's making like... She's going to the World Cup. (laughs) So then after bouncing around all this time, when the Western New York Flash became uh, the North Carolina Courage, she just took... Ripped it. ...off. They built the team sort of, or kind of by accident, around her and Lynn Williams, who are just these forwards that are able to out-physical everybody in the NWSL and just get behind everybody. And they scored an amazing number of goals. I remember for my fantasy league, the first season that they were playing together, (laughs) I was just like, well, I'm going to make my two forwards, Jess and Lynn, because... I'm going to get a ton of points from them. They just scored an obscene amount of goals. And that's when her career really, 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 I mean, she was good always, but then she just became kind of a superstar of the NWSL. Really yeah. She was the 2018 MVP of the final. She, she's, she's doing amazing. And it's so cool to see and to see that paying off with her going to the World Cup. I want to, I want, the thing is, is like, I would love to see how she gels with, uh, with this team. But again, like it's not, now it's not the time where you, you change that by any means. I'm not saying that, but I would like, cause she does have that physicality that mm-hmm. I, I don't think, um, our forwards necessarily have. They're slight. They're, They're slight. slight gals. Um, Alex is probably the most physical of them and I feel like, but she's still pretty bell- not balletic. Maybe I feel like Rapino can be pretty physical when she needs to be but they're they're all twinkle toesies they're to all me. very yeah they're all very light um jess is just like a brick house blowing in but she has the finesse like it she's she's got the whole package so i would love to see how she 
would play in some of these matches. Unfortunately, we just got too many good players. Too many. Dang it. In any other country, <laughs> she'd be the starter. Oh, my God. Yeah. She'd be the star. Yep. But it, I think I think you just would have to be so happy to say, I, I represented my country in a World Cup. Oh, right? yeah. Right? I mean, but you know what? She's a professional athlete, so I bet she's like, how do I start? How do I start? How do I start? <laughs> oh, yeah. No, no. You have to have that drive and that, like, that tenacity, that mentality. But um, I feel, of course, like you said, it's an honor to represent the country. I was looking at a picture of the 2015 um, players. And, I mean, you look at, like, Shannon Boxy, and you look at a couple of the other people that, who's another mom, who didn't really get any minutes or many minutes. But, like, the, it is 1,000% abs- their victory, too. They're there every day in and out on the practice field, making the team better. Yeah, that's who everyone's training against. And it's just, it's a beautiful thing. So I always think that about Ashlyn, too. Yeah. Like, you know, she has a World Cup. Yeah, she, she does. does. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love it. She and Kriegs do. Mm-hmm. How many? Oh, I'm gonna have to do that math later. How many were? How many of the current team were there in 2015? Oh, I don't know a, the number off the top. Of I my think head. it's something like 15. It's a very large number. Number. It's not that different. It's not that different, especially from that Olympics, which makes me nervous. It's but be all right. we got Rose Lavelle now. <laughs> we got we got new players, <laughs> and I think they're connecting differently. Don't. <laughs> Hey, Rose is going to be phenomenal. You're right. You're absolutely right. She had a good two games, so. So, Jessica McDonald, you're a freaking inspiration. Thank you for being so cool. And we hope you get some minutes in this World Cup. Yeah, I think she will. I think I think she can come off and, and we can see good things. Yeah. There's not too much else going on in soccer news right now, but we did learn about a very cool Hulu thing. They're going to be playing all the games. Yeah, um, if you guys follow any of the players on Instagram, you'll see a lot of them have posted something like Hulu sells out or somebody. Hulu has done a big marketing push and they're bringing some money into the to, to the team and they're going to be showing all the games. That's how I was able to watch the South Africa game um, on delay. They had it on, um, I have the, the Hulu subscription and they have all the women's soccer games. They also have a really cool journey to the cup. Um, starting um, in the next week or so. Ooh, I'm watching that. Which, yeah, it looks really cool. They're spotlighting a bunch of different teams, um, and they're having a bunch of different programming kind of to get people hyped. So thank you, Hulu. That's phenomenal. Yeah, this is sort of a crazy thing that happens to me every time the World Cup for the women come around. Or, and it used to be the World Cup for the men in, in the United States, but soccer is more popular now than it used to be, is paying attention and buying stuff from brands that, put money into the world cup yeah i think it makes a difference it does i don't i hate being a shill for brands i hate capitalism but (laughs) this is a way to get women more respect and money and attention so it's like yeah watch this stuff on hulu guys buy drinks at bars where the games are on ask people to turn on the games watch the games it's it can make a difference because this is this is the breaking point you know this is this is what the lawsuit is depending on it's very very important there's a lot of stakes yeah there definitely are and nope i'm not gonna say anything negative i like that thank you um one more positive note um we learned uh this week that there is a player who's going to be playing in her seventh world cup she is going to be playing for brazil for amiga am i saying that correctly Mm -hmm, mm mm-hmm She's 41 years old. Um, she's the first player, male or female, to be playing in its seven World Cups. That's which incredible. Is just outrageous. She like, gave us a lot of trouble when we played them. Yeah, I mean, no, she's she's a formidable player. Formidable Formiga. <laughs> she's 41. That makes me feel like I could still maybe achieve some of my dreams. 
You can achieve all of your dreams, Madeline. No, I can't achieve Mostly all Mostly because yours are super physically tied. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's fair. You know what? That's fair. Yeah. Like your mind isn't going to go. Well, hopefully. <laughs> <laughs> but can you imagine seven World Cups? Holy moly. Yeah, it's super impressive. So congratulations. Do you think you start mixing them up? Like, which, yes. uh, uh, you sit at home and be like, which World Cup did that happen in? The third one or the fifth one? I think, how old was I? Was I prepubescent? Or <laughs> yeah. Was I 13 or 28? I <laughs> don't remember anymore. I would brag about it so hard. Oh, man. She's got to be like a mom on that team. Like, I mean, in the best, I say mom in the best way. Like, just yes. a, like a caretaker of these like younger players. Yes. And I can imagine for them to like look up to her. It's got to be pretty pretty damn impressive so anyways i thought that was amazing uh that was probably the most interesting roster highlight not too much drama not too much drama so far heading in with all these roster releases no it's getting real it is getting real we'll see it's there's a couple more to be released less than a month i know way less than a month oh i just got nervous in my stomach sorry for that noise (laughs) we're pumped we are so excited to be going to see the team live over Memorial Day weekend. We, w- we will be tweeting up a storm, Instagramming up a storm. So make sure to check that out. I will be screaming my head off. And we can't wait to come back and tell you about that game versus Mexico. Yeah. I'm, man, I'm pumped. It's going to be great. Yeah. Hopefully it's a beautiful day. Red Bull Stadium. If you guys are in the area, I think there's tickets still available. I think there's I think, tickets still I think available. a few, yeah. Um, Buy tickets, come out and support the women's team, um, or just buy tickets and don't come. That's okay too. Just sell the stadium. <laughs> no, out but now. like, come. <laughs> no, I want them to come. I think it's going to be. It should be a phenomenal, phenomenal game. They packed out. Um, well, not packed out. That's strong. But they um, had what 30, thirty-five thousand people. Thirty-five thousand in St. Louis. Incredible. Which is insane. Um, I actually don't know the capacity of Red Bulls, but let's pack it and let's send these girls off in the style they deserve. We're going to scream so loud for them. You will not have a voice the next day. That always happens. No. Yeah. Yeah. That is the end of our show today. Thank you very much for listening. If you want to email us, you can email us at settle the score podcast at gmail.com, or you could follow us on Twitter or Instagram at score pod. We would love to say hi. Thanks guys. Bye. <laughs>